Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Hurricane Ian has left a devastating impact on many parts of Florida, and now the Carolinas are in its path. We here at SBJ are keeping everyone in the path of the storm in our thoughts. Please stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Morning Buzzcast this Friday, September 30th, the last day of September. I'm Reginald Walker filling in for Abe Madcor. A recent theme on the Buzzcast has been stadium development around Chicago, and we focused on the Bears. But big news on another much-needed new facility in the works outside of Chicago at a venerable institution, Northwestern. I once played a game at Northwestern's Ryan Field when I was a member of the Penn State football team in the early 2000s, and even then, the stadium felt unbelievably dated. Now, the Northwestern students, alums, and fans can get excited because Ryan Field is set to be replaced by a new, modern, on-campus stadium in Evanston and be a venue for all types of entertainment and sports events. Rendering show a sharp 35,000-seat stadium with a canopy over three seating decks, and that would mark a major upgrade from the existing 96-year-old stadium. The school hopes to open the new facility for the 2026 football season. This would be largely funded by gifts from the Ryan family. Aon Corp founder Pat Ryan is a Northwestern alum and has been so generous with his alma mater, as well as money from the Big Ten's new media rights agreement. It will be privately financed. The cost isn't set, but it's estimated to be close to $800 million. Northwestern hired Kansas City-based architecture firm HNTB as the lead architect for this project. Another mixed-use project that is under the radar is in Anaheim, where the Anaheim Ducks and the Samueli family that owns the team has the green light from Anaheim City Council to move ahead with OC Vibe, a $4 billion development turning parking lots and properties around the Honda Center into a nearly 100-acre entertainment district with 1,500 new homes. This will be one of the more massive team-led mixed-use developments in the U.S., and the goal is to start construction by the end of the year. OC Vibe will be anchored by the Honda Center and is planned to include a 5,700-seat concert venue, a public park with an outdoor amphitheater, about a dozen new restaurants and a food hall, two hotels, offices, and the 1,500 apartments. Up to $400 million in bonds will help pay for the development, but those would be repaid by revenue from the Honda Center. Anaheim taxpayers would not be responsible for covering any payments, so this is a massive project that the Ducks are leading. We talked earlier this week about some of the investments in youth sports, pickleball, and women's volleyball. And we have more around women's sports with the news that Athletes Unlimited has raised a $30 million funding round. And this is big because it marks the women's pro sports platform's first external capital raise since launching in 2020. And you have big hitters involved. David Blitzer, Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman's 35 Ventures, Sports Innovation Lab co-founder Angelo Ruggiero. If you're not familiar with it, Athletes Unlimited debuted two years ago with a pro softball league and has since added leagues for women's basketball lacrosse, and indoor volleyball, 
hosting a total of eight full-length seasons to date. It's seen on ESPN and has corporate deals with Nike, Gatorade, Geico, and Sport Radar. They'll use the new capital to focus on developing and growing its existing sports in 2023 before considering expansion to new sports in the following years. In what is not a surprise, but a good item for the Buzzcast, we touched on some of the changes at the Big 12 under Brett Yormark, and they continue as the conference has appointed WME Sports and IMG Media, both Endeavor companies, to lead the conference's content and commercial strategy. WME Sports and IMG Media will lead the Big 12 in its media strategy and negotiations, and we know those discussions are going on now, and that's led by WME's Karen Brodkin and IMG Media's Hillary Mandel. But WME Sports will also assist in developing out the conference's commercial inventory, valuation, and sales, and that will be largely led by Brodkin and Mike Zadowski, who recently joined WME Sports from the Pistons. Zadowski and Yormark have a long history together as they worked together for years at Brooklyn Sports and Entertainment, so more new voices in the mix of the Big 12's business. When thinking about integration sponsors with the properties they support, you rarely see an example like Delta is doing with the LA 28 Summer Games. My description won't do it justice, so you'll have to check out the images at sbj.com. But Delta is the first sponsor of the 28 LA Games to take advantage of a unique opportunity offered by LA 28 organizers to put its brand images inside the game's official logo. This was first reported in AdAge, and yes, you see two logos and both have Delta's wing symbol within the logo. It looks pretty natural and not too obtrusive. It fits, and this remains an option offered to founding brands, the highest level of sponsorship of the LA 28 Games at no extra cost. Salesforce and Comcast were also given this opportunity and are working on their logos. This is a valuable asset for Delta, and like I said, unique when it comes to sponsorship creative. Delta's sponsorship deal with LA28 and NBC is worth $400 million over three Olympic Games, starting with the first Games in 2024. And can you believe it? The NBA's back. Yes, the NBA Japan Games 2022, presented by Rakuten and Nissan, will take place tonight, Friday and Sunday just outside Tokyo, where the Warriors will play the Wizards in two preseason games. These are the NBA's first games overseas since the pandemic, and they'll be a big hit in Japan where Steph Curry and the Warriors rank number one on the most popular jersey and team merchandise list, and Wizards forward Rui Hachimura in 2019 became the first Japanese player selected in the first round of the NBA draft. So this should be a big weekend for the NBA preseason openers in Japan. To wrap up the Buzzcast, a little housekeeping note. We hope to see all of you in New York for the CAA World Congress of Sports, October 11th and 12th. There's still time to register, so check it out at sportsbusinessjournal.com. So that is your morning Buzzcast for Friday, September 30th. I'm Reginald Walker filling in for Abe Madcor. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Enjoy yourself, be safe, and we'll talk to you again on Monday morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.